you guys are cyberpunks, aren't you? What's it to you? There yet an exploration and an <laughs> it didn't work. We can't crash and failed immediately. <laughs> never try. No never, smiles. Never drive back in the hole. Never, never expose yourself. Be vulnerable ever again. Okay, take two. Smile even bigger. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our weep. There yet an exploration and education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brendan, your anime illegal Keanu Reeves sex mod. Wink. Oh. Yeah. Illegal? Technically, yes. How thrilling. Right? But I gotta know which era, which mm. era of Keanu are you gonna put in? There? The 31st century. Whoa. Future Keanu, which technically is present Keanu and past Keanu. He doesn't age. The That's not even really when is fair. That's not even when the video game takes place. I, d- I feel like I should have oh, known if that. If only we knew what year <laughs> that took place. Oh. <laughs> hmm. The tip of my tongue. How oh. do centuries work? Never knew. Never never want to know. Never care to. Who needs them? <laughs> They're all bad. Uh, uh, what are we here for? Well, what do we have going on? What was my dumb segue about? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, Keanu's not in this, but you may have heard of a video game called Cyberpunk 2077. It came out, uh, people were pretty mad that it was unfinished. (laughs) It came out Um, and people were mad. Anyway, uh, but then an anime came out, and we're going to watch that anime, which is called Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Yo! Yes, it is fairly recent. Yeah, I think this came out this summer? Yeah, something like that. I'm reflecting on the past year, and it is hurting my soul and brain. What I is probably time? should have looked up exactly when it came out. I know it came out this year, it was within this year, the yeah. last, like, six months. Mm-hmm. It, Very uh, recent. Yeah, that will damage my brain too much if I uh, look at it. So yeah. I'm just going to say uh, a summer hit blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Summer hit. Don't correct us. Paul watched this, I don't, again, because of time, what is it? I don't know if he watched it right when it came out or if he waited a little bit, but he really liked it. Paul's my husband. I don't know if you guys knew that. Hashtag humblebrag. Hashtag I'm married. Hashtag Paul's my husband now. Hashtag I wish you would put a disclaimer at like the top of the show that, uh, <laughs> at that least changed or something. At least for the next month, I'm going <laughs> to remind people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, have either of you heard of this program? At least your disclaimer at the top of the show is actual factual, and mine is just incoherent nonsense. <laughs> Trying to tie it into what show we're watching. Uh, yes, I've heard about it. I, too, was waiting on this because I'm like, hey, that game didn't do so hot. Maybe mm. the show won't do so hot. So I waited. And I haven't heard people tearing it apart, so I guess it was good. <laughs> yeah, I've also heard good things about this series. Uh the game, uh, uh, we, we, it's Not so much. well covered. We can talk <laughs> about Twitter's downfall now and have the same amount of fun. But uh, 
Yeah, this is something I keep hearing is good, and it kind of makes me a little bit mad because it's associated with this very uh, scammy game that came out. Mm. It, I'm conflicted because CD Projekt Red is the game studio that did Cyberpunk 2077, uh, and they did all the Witcher games, which I fucking love. Oh. The Witcher series, the games, the games, fantastic. Yeah, even the show's good. First two seasons of the show, great. Third season, did Brian hear, Did you hear Henry Cavill's not coming back? And neither am I. That show's dead to me now. Yeah. I um, just learned there's two other seasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I followed the development of the game because I was like, hey, this studio does great stuff. And then they didn't. For various reasons. You know, you can't just point one finger. A lot of them are to blame. Mostly the executives. Always. All the time. Speaking of bad executives, <laughs> cyberpunk. Um, uh. So yeah, the fact that I haven't heard raining hellfire from the weebs about this show means like it must be pretty decent if not if yeah. people aren't rioting in the streets yeah and i i talked about this on our like discord when i was picking a show for this week usually on the my anime list website shows that are like good or like average usually have like seven point something mm-hmm. and this has an 8.68 which is to Dang. me high that's that's up there like i feel like the highest rated anime on that website is like 8.9 or something. Like it's not even a nine. <laughs> so God forbid. The weebs, are, the weebs have very discerning tastes, which mm. is not true. <laughs> I said that sentence and then immediately realized it was a lie. We lied to you. We lied to you all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm no actually discerning not. taste, but strong opinion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. If anything, it's Studio Trigger, so it's going to be pretty as hell. Ooh, yeah. Mm, Going to absorb all that beautiful artwork. We're going to watch the first three episodes. Turn on my robot eyes. Jack me into the mainframe. Click, clack, click, clack, 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 click, click. I'm in, hacker. Uh, we're back. I almost broke the recording doing the uh, fake typing on my keyboard, uh, so I wasn't going to risk it again. That was really good Foley work. I think you should consider it as a career. Thank you. I, uh, If you need me for any soundscapes, uh, uh, hit me up on my SoundCloud. It's just that. It's just me going clack, 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 it's it's great work. That was yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Dave Foley. We're coming for your ass. He doesn't do Foley Brendan, work. That was way better than mine. You gotta cut it out. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, Brendan. Brendan's working oh, on no, a an airplane. Caliber. <laughs> all right. If you have a budget project, come hit me up. <laughs> you got all that money to burn on that shit. If you got like a few cans of soda and some extra caffeine and like two hours to kill, hit me up. I, I got nothing going on. <laughs> And that's not even for the Foley work. I'm just bored. <laughs> anyway. Huzzah. So, in the anime, <laughs> episode one, we open on a cool city, a cyberpunk city, what? one might say. Uh, we see an older looking, like, cyberman standing in the rain. He's very large. Uh, and a bunch of police cars are gathered and some cops are, like, complaining about their job. 
What else is new? It's a living. It's a living. I hate my wife, you know, all that stuff. Um, and then the older looking Cyberman approaches one of these cops in his cars and just shoots him. Other cops approach and shoot at the Cyberman, but they can't hit him. He's like bulletproof. And he starts shooting back and mowing them down. Bad news, he's also got blades. (laughs) (laughs) And a bloody showdown ensues. This show is pretty bloody. I feel like there hasn't been that much in these episodes, but I think it gets worse. I mean, it starts off with this, so they're they're really setting the tone. Yeah. Yeah, literal stains are uh, a plot point for days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... His spine lights up and it allows him to move super fast. Uh, and the animation effect is pretty cool. I dig it. Um, more cops are approaching in a flying machine. It's like a helicopter, but like future, you know. <laughs> you know. Um, they come down and he seems weakened by their hits. But I think I couldn't tell if they like there was like some kind of magnetic field or something they put out. But he's weak now. Mm hmm. Um, and he falls to his knees, and a cop comes, comes closer and shoots him in the head. And There's... then we see a younger guy laying on a couch. He's talking to a ripper doc, which is apparently not even this guy's name. It is a profession. Oh. That's what Paul told me. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. This confused me, I'll be honest. Yeah, so he... No, Ripper Doc knows a guy who got this younger guy, whose name is David, this, like, recording. And Paul told me that it's called a brain dance, which is, like, experiencing something through someone else's eyes. So, like, it's a VR. Okay. <laughs> so, somehow, they're watching, like, this guy, the older cyber guy, this thing. David was watching it through that guy's eyes. Um, Basically, David that is guy's pretty, memories. Uh-huh. Uh, David was pretty hyped about it. Ripper Doc tells him to calm down and that cyber psychosis is a very real thing and he just experienced it virtually. So he needs to like take a deep breath. Um, Later, David is sitting and watching his laundry and the machine stops due to insufficient funds. Mm. He wakes up his mom on the couch. Her name is Gloria. Um, And they talk a bit uh, just to show conversation just shows that they're having some money troubles um she's like no we're fine i just got my paycheck we're good um there's a news report that some lieutenant was gunned down and david points his mom out on the tv so we learn that she's like an emt uh he's off to school he walks through an alley with a bunch of low lowlifes and jumps into a pile of garbage bags and walks back. She, she just passes a whole bunch of ne'er-do-wells to show that he lives on the bad side of town. <laughs> Wait, that's the bad... Uh-oh. Guys, I think I live <laughs> on the bad side of town. There are oh, guys no. f- fucking fleshlights in your alley? Yeah, that guy's me. No. <laughs> oh, no. I have to hang up the call immediately. So Brendan, sorry. that's a crime. <laughs> It's my alley. I gotta do what I want. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, so... He's on a transport to school. They pass a building that looks like it had an explosion or a fire or something. Night City is not doing well anywhere, I suppose. It's not great. No. Bad time. Um... He's, like, outside of the school. He looks up into the sky when he's distracted by someone with a fancy hairstyle with fancy colors. 
and he runs up to some stairs to like see who they are, but they're gone by the time he gets up there. Uh, he makes it to school. In the classroom, they're like all kind of laying down in weird chairs and they're taught by a hologram because it's the future. Future. Yeah. Um, the hologram teacher comments on him not wearing the right clothes because of the whole laundry situation. Um, some kid talks to him through their tech. They're all wearing like headsets and David's is much less advanced. Um, calls him a street rat. Riff raff. Street rat. I don't buy that. Um, and they call his tech fossil tech. Um, and he couldn't get the like newest one because it costs a lot of money. So he like updated it himself to make it compatible with the school. And all these kids don't like him because he's poor. Um, the teacher says it's time for meditation. And when they enter this virtual meditation space, David's tech causes this huge glitch that messes up all the kids' headset thingies. So David's mom is brought to the school to meet with the principal. And she apologizes for the inconvenience and says that she'll pay for the repairs. Which is crazy, because we know they don't have any money. Uh, the principal says it's clear that they're not financially stable based on the way he upgraded his headset. And the principal kind of implies that he doesn't belong in the school. He says, like, this is a good time for David to, like, move to a place that's better for him. And makes it, tries to make it sound positive. But he's just being classist. That's the series. Um, That's the whole show. (laughs) It's the whole thing. That's the universe. The franchise, even. The genre. (laughs) Um, Driving home, his mom says that she thought he bought the right tech, but someone gave him a bad headset, so he tried to fix it himself, but now it's all fucked up. Um, And they argue about whether they have enough money. He suggests that he drops out and tries to find work instead because he doesn't want to be there anyway because he's not a corpo, so he doesn't fit in. This uh, show and the video game, too, has a lot of uh, jargon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, corpo, you know, that's self-explanatory. They call money eddies. Yeah. Um, chum is just like chum. <laughs> like, it's just like, hey, friend. Yeah, they space say it up just a little bit. I couldn't yeah. tell if it was an insult or, like, dude. Like, future version of dude. And it's, yeah. I think it's, like, both. Yeah. Like, it's mostly said kind of in a sarcastic way. I did have to watch with the subtitles. I watched the dub, but I did have to watch with subtitles on, because I'm like, I don't know half these words. Yeah. Mm. Paul was like, do you want me to make you, like, a chart? And I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, his mom gets upset, saying that everything she does, she does it for him. Uh, and she just wants to give him a chance for a good life, and that's why she's working herself so hard, and she starts crying. Um, but she says he knows, she knows he can do it. Uh, just then, a car pulls up on their left, they come, they pull out with a big old gun, and they start shooting, and they're aiming for the car to the right of David and his mom, but obviously they get caught in the crossfire, and their car gets fucked up. Uh, and the car with the gun pulls ahead of them and launches a bomb at another car. That car flips, and David and his mom's car crash into it. Um, so David wakes up. Uh, there's flames all around them. He see He's still in the car, but his mom is laying in the street a ways away. Luckily, the trauma team arrives, Hooray. but leaves when they see that neither of them have insurance. Ooh. They just drive away. 
which this is, is a very comforting show to be watching. I know. Well, you know, in America, <laughs> they would still take you and then charge you for it. That's true. At least this cyber uh, hellscape is at least considerate of your wallet. <laughs> we know I they can't afford it. That. Leave them. Uh, 2077's not far away. Uh, so, um, jump ahead. A doctor is telling David that the surgery went well and his mom will be fine. They're yeah. in like a dilapidated hospital and the surgeon uh, isn't wearing a shirt. I had High that quality on my notes service. Too. Yeah, I, I don't. Why? That's not future. Why is this happening? <laughs> Just shows that he's nasty, I guess. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we saw the laundry machines will just stop mid-thing. So he's like, sorry, I had (laughs) surgery scheduled, but I ran out of ones. (laughs) He was wearing an apron, at least. He had... I I think it also perpetuates the vibe of, like, butcher, kind of. Yeah, that's true. Or hack uh, surgeon, Mm -hmm. rather than, like, organize an official. But still, it's like, why, dude? Why why that part, Nakey? But uh, David asks if he can see his mom, and the surgeon says that isn't included in their package. Uh, And the surgeon says he has to pay within the next few days. So David goes home, but there's a notice outside saying that their rent is past due. So he uh, climbs in through the vents. Um, He goes on their computer and checks their finances, and he sees that they have enough for his mom's surgery, but not enough for rent. Um, And... Again, there are parts in the show that just kind of get jumbled up for me. But so he finds a spine, a tech spine with his mom's stuff. Um, And so he talks to the Ripper doc about it. And he's like, how much do you think I can get for that? And based on his reaction to what the Ripper doc says, it's not worth much. Um, So he goes on the computer again and can't find anything about it. So it's clearly not a legal piece of tech. Uh, The next day, David goes back to school. The rich kids bully him. Uh, The main one, his name is Katsuo. He says that he doesn't bully him because he's poor. He bullies him because he has a... Bullies him. Because he has a bad (laughs) attitude. Because I'm mean and a (laughs) shitty rich kid. Yeah. Yeah. It is because you're poor, but I'm not going to say it is. But then he says, like, live within your means. So it's like, so it is because he's poor. Yeah. (laughs) Um... He says, like, you're just a trash person. I don't like you. Um, And then the rich kid starts talking shit about David's mom, um, implying that she's a sex worker because how else could um, she afford to get him into this school? Which there's nothing wrong with being a sex worker. Uh, This kid just fucking sucks. Everything this kid says is wrong, so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So David tells him to fuck off and Katsuo shoves him. David tries to throw a punch, but Katsuo has some crazy tech in his bod. He has some downloaded shit that makes him a crazy fighter, and he punches David to the ground. Uh, He leaves him in the alley, and David gets a call from the doctor about his mom. So he goes to the hospital again, and uh, we just find out she took a bad turn and she's passed away. Which, like, I feel like I should have saw seen coming, but at the same time, this was, like, kind of a shock to me and how fast it happened. I was like, oh, shit, I'm, like, sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the car, the car when she's talking about how, like, how hard she works and just wants the best for him because she thinks he is the best and could succeed. I was like, ah, 
hardworking single mother trying her absolute best and having no bad qualities whatsoever. That's not an anime death flag at all. And then <laughs> they get to the hospital and she's alive. I was like, oh, I'm genuinely surprised by that. And then five seconds later, it's like, she's dead. I was like, ah, there it is. Gosh dang it. Yeah. Yeah, they um, give us the fake out first, just to be like, oh, oh we're killing the mom. <laughs> just kidding. Just she's kidding. Oh, okay. uh, no, you went to a different scene. Now she's dead. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, we got you. Um, so the surgeon gives him some info about burial options. Um, David gets her cremated and walks home with her remains. Uh, he gets contacted from the principal about how much money they owe the school and there's, like, we hear, like, a bunch of phone calls. They're just past due on, like, a bunch of stuff. Um, again, he returns home, has to break in. He tries to talk to someone about getting rid of an implant in his head for 10K eddies, but now they're only offering 6K. Um, Katsuo contacts him and says more snarky shit about his mom and her death, and David has just had it. He looks like he's about to absolutely lose his shit. So David goes to the Ripper Doc, who was in the middle of getting some virtual bitches. Hell yeah. <laughs> How dare you interrupt that, David? <laughs> there was a sock on the doorknob. <laughs> um, but so he has the spine. He's just holding it in a plastic baggie. And he wants the Ripper Doc to put that spine in him. And he says it's time for him to chrome the fuck up. So that's episode one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a few uh, like hints throughout the ep- like episodes that David is mostly organic or more yeah. than other people. Mm-hmm. He's pretty so. much just got shit like in his brain. Yeah. Uh, but no like robot bones or anything like that. <laughs> Robones. Robones, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> we also see the shot of like his mom's urn a few times, and there was something just incredibly disrespectful and dehumanizing about having a printed label sticker on an urn like that felt just i I, you know i think it was just like here's gloria but something about it just felt so much more macabre for me that it was just like printed out and like on a sticker like god that sucks Mm mm-hmm like almost a shipping label. To be yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. here's the technical. It's the form. same as a pair of socks. Like it's he's, that's he's as much. He's got to put her in her nicer container. Yeah. Uh, so we go to episode two. Starts off right where you'd expect, where episode one ended. That's how these things usually work. Uh, <laughs> and the doc is trying to dissuade David from going with the surgery because he's like, "This is big illegal military grade tech. You can't handle this. Like you're you got nothing. You're." We see even the doc himself has, like, different mechanical limbs and stuff. So he's really mm-hmm. chromed out as well. So he's, like, dissuading David from it. And then he's like, you know what? No. Screw it. I'll put it in you anyway. I can rephrase that better. I'll no. put the spine. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. You got it in one. <laughs> the series put- takes a hard uh, rated X turn. <laughs> gotcha. It's a boy love series with the doctor and David. Um but he's like, no, I'll give, the, I'll give you the tech on one condition. When you eventually give up and or die, I get it back for free. It's like, you know what? It's not a bad deal, considering what the tech is. Uh, and we get quick shots of him doing the surgery, and it looks like he's doing it with like, no anesthetic or anything. So it's like David's just biting onto a metal bar as he's there just was, cutting into a spine. 
there was something about the removal of his spine while he's awake that made me feel really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just thinking brutal. about feeling bones leave your body <laughs> with no, like, local anesthetic, you're not asleep, like... Uh, uh. We're gonna temporarily reclassify you as an invertebrate. No. Yes. <laughs> you ever wonder what it felt like to be a jellyfish? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just Mortal Kombat fatalities his spine out of him. Yes. Um, and then uh, now we get the actual opening because uh, it's episode two, mm-hmm. and uh, very flashy, a lot of yellow, a lot of flashing images. Uh, but uh, I was surprised because it doesn't just give us the entire season. And, like, a minute and a half, like a lot of other animes do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't just show you the whole story and all the characters that we're going to see eventually. It's pretty low-key. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut back to David uh, walking into school. He's wearing his mom's, like, big yellow coat. It's kind of his uh, look for the rest of the series. Uh, and we can see just the blood still pulling out of the back. Because he just had his spine fully ripped out, like, 20 minutes ago. Crazy. Uh, and he gets into class, and everyone's reclining in, like, their chairs. And he just walks up and kicks the rich kid out of his. The rich kid's like, what the hell are you doing? We're in class. There's cameras everywhere. They're recording us. He's like, you want to fight? Let's go. Right now. He's like, oh, okay. And the rich kid starts doing his like crazy you know, martial arts that he has like programmed into him. And as he's going through it and showing off, David just sidesteps and goes, I just called it light dashing. Because that's what mm-hmm. it felt like. Because he's going like supersonic speed. Mm-hmm. Um and he just like fully dances around the rich kid like a few times and it gets to the side of him while the rich kid's still in slow-mo and David just slams into his face and just launches the kid through like a full wall of monitors in the room uh, and he, the rich kid says he fully broke his nose uh, good um, he deserves it yeah fair play and uh, we see the bully says uh, while he's on this ground he says his dad is uh, on the academy board for the school uh, I wrote his name down somewhere. We'll get to it later when I feel like finding it. Uh, Tanaka. Rich Tanaka. Dad, I think. Oh, yeah, Tanaka. There it is. Or Tanaka's the company. Either way. Either way. His dad's d- d- corporate high up money um, and involved with the school directly. And David leaves and he's just walking back to his apartment laughing because he feels good about himself. He's got to just lay out the bully. King shit. Yeah. <laughs> and we cut to the bully's dad. Uh, in his office, reviewing the classroom footage of the fight, and he's learning about David. And honestly, he doesn't seem that interested in that his son just got fully laid out. He's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> he, was pr- he probably deserved it. Um, but his assistant is like feeding him all the information about what happened, and he points out that uh, in the footage they were able to scan David's tech and everything that he has on him, and uh, they found out that David has the spine, the military-grade spine that the guy had in his uh, psychosis episode in the previous episode. They give it a name, and I refuse to learn it. Um, but they say that David's interesting because he's clearly using it in the classroom to fight, but shows no sign of the psychosis at all. So uh, his dad is very interested in that. Says he wants he wants to meet with this David fella. And then we come back to David, who gets a call from the principal, saying like, "Hey, good news. We're going to wipe clean that fight. You're going to be cool. Uh, maybe apologize to the bully you laid out." But his dad wants to talk to you before the principal can even finish it. David hangs up. <laughs> Apologize? No. Hell no. And we get shots of David walking around the city. They're the same shots we saw of David walking to class the previous day. But now it's just David like sitting at all those spots. Uh, again, the guy with the flashlight. I, I guess that's his thing. He's there every day. 
working nine <laughs> to five. Going for twenty four hours straight. It's honestly impressive. I, it's <laughs> it's revolting, but inspiring. Um, <laughs> so we see David just like walking around the city, uh, clearly killing time. And uh, when he's on the train, he sees uh, the woman again, the one with the, the special hair that caught his attention the previous day. And uh, this time she's on the train, and she he sees her just walking behind people uh, with their backs turned to her, and she's just popping out, like, microchips from their necks. Like, and they don't even seem to realize it. So Vampire. she goes... here. <laughs> uh, she walks by David, and sure enough, she... Uh, pickpockets his microchip, like pops it right out of the. I'm sorry, they do call it pick socketing. Yes, they do call it pick socketing. <laughs> made respect me respect the show's lingo. Come yes. on, I refuse to. There's so much. That one really, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, it's just one of those things, like, so obvious. It's like, of course. Oh my god. I, 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 maybe it's me. If I had. Like, just microchip slots in the back of my neck. I'd put a band-aid over them or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't just... scarf, maybe. Yeah. I, like, even if people aren't pick-socketing, I don't know, like, a fucking bird could fly in there. Or, like, Dust. A, a leaf. Yeah, something. <laughs> Computers got covers for those sockets. Sorry, I'm freezing up. Can you blow into my neck holes <laughs> like I'm an SNES? <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, she goes to, uh, pick sock and David, but he, like, dashes around her and catches her, and as soon as she sees that, she pulls him off to the side, being like, hey, what the hell's your deal? What are you doing? How dare you stop me from robbing you? Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I find out it's called pick socketing, and he, uh, as they're talking, she starts, like, feeling him up, making her move, and it slams him against the side of the train car, uh, while she has his arm pinned behind him, she scans him, and apparently you can just scan people and learn all of their tech super easily. And uh, she's able to see all that he has, which is pretty much not too much going on, but the crazy spine. Mm-hmm. And she says she was just stealing from uh, Arasaka suits, and she pinned him for one because he's got, like, the metadata on his ID is for the school, which is a very high-end fancy school, so she thought he was, you know, a kid corp. And uh, David says, he's like, you know what? If you're just stealing from Arasaka, fuck them. Fuck the corpse. I want in. She's like, all right, if you want in on this, we'll split it. 80-20. He's like, what? No, I'm grabbing the chips for you. Like, I'm going to be in this. Like, even split. It's like, fine, 70-30. And introduces herself as Lucy. Yeah. We see I like, hmm? asked Paul watch this with me, and I was like, why does she dress like that? Because nobody else really dresses <laughs> the way she does. Which just seems inconvenient. Her outfit is just extremely inconvenient. After knowing like people who cosplay a lot, I can't imagine wearing any of these outfits on a day-to-day basis. I struggle mm-hmm. to wear full-length pants. I'm not putting on this great, crazy strappy jumpsuit thing with buckles God knows where. For me, it's that the jumpsuit is over the booty shorts. So it is like riding up her butt crack. And I'm like, what about your vagina? Also, what about when you have to use the bathroom? <laughs> well, well, this we do. just is bad. She's got a mod for that. It goes out her heel. Oh, good. <laughs> I forgot. This is cyberpunk. She doesn't yeah. have to go to the bathroom. Women don't go to the bathroom. Women canonically don't fart in cyberpunk. <laughs> Heelys are so disgusting in the future. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> they're not what you think they are. They're not, they're much worse. Um, I was Imagine say we, the guy in the alley. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, we jump to like the ending. We do see Lucy fully naked in the ending. So like, I don't know if she does pee. I don't know what's happening down there. No, I don't so, remember that. <laughs> yeah, you see her fully naked in the ending. Um, anyway, she introduces herself as Lucy. They start pick-socketing the rest of the train. We get a little montage. Uh, Lucy's, like, down at the end of the cart and, like, hacking into everyone, popping the chips out. And David, like, dashes around collecting them before they even know what's happening. Dave's getting cocky. He's like, yeah, we can keep... Let's go. Let's get more. Let's get, you know, bigger fish. And they're like, all right, bigger it is. And you just see a colossal, like, 12-foot sumo-looking dude. She's like, he's like, that's a corp? And he's like, oh, he's hired muscle. He's a bodyguard. But, yeah, he works for him. Uh, so, sure enough, they get they pick him, too. And as soon as they do, they hop off the train. Once they're counting their earnings, they're like, yeah, we did pretty good. That was a nice haul. Maybe we'll hop on another train, get another cart. And while they're talking about it, Davey just starts bleeding out of the nose and fully passes out. Hey. Go. Good. That's, I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> cut to him waking up in an ambulance. And we hear, like, an EMT looking him over, checking his vitals. Saying, like, oh, he's got, like, n- you know, new tech in him. He's got, you know, he's still bleeding out of his freaking spine. Uh, is he on any, like, amino block or stuff? And she's like, not that I know of. And as he's waking up, she's like, hey, what pills are you on? He's like, pills? And she's like, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Like, she laughs at him. <laughs> but in the comical, like, what do you mean you're not on this? <laughs> like, the tech will reject your body if you're not supplementing it with, like, amino blockers, apparently. And uh, they're believing that's why it backfired like it did. And once the EMT scans them fully and figures out what the tech it is, she pulls a gun on them. Because apparently everyone's got fucking guns in this city. Um she says, hey, we're going to rip the spine out of him and sell it on the black market like he was trying to do earlier because it's worth a lot. And uh, Lucy looks at him and goes, hey, hate to bring it to you. We're back to that 80-20 deal. He's like, what? And she kicks the EMT, knocks the gun out of her hand, then kicks open the back of the ambulance, hops on David's gurney, and then rides the gurney out of the ambulance back through traffic. And she's cool. like surfing on the gurney like through traffic. Uh, and here we get a shot from David's point of view with like all the lights of like, they're in like a tunnel. And mm-hmm. all the lights in the tunnel flying above him, and she's like laughing and riding backwards. And this is when he falls in love. <laughs> oh. He's got a manic pixie dream. Paul girl. said, Paul said, this is just like perks of being a wallflower. <laughs> it was like in that moment. I, I was thinking, swear that, we were cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking 500 Days the of Summer. Smiths is playing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's set in Pennsylvania. So we wouldn't have expected that for a cyberpunk. Um, and then uh, as they you know they get out of the tunnel they pull off to the side get off the gurney like all right i think we're doing good we got out of there how you holding up david and he's just fully vomited on himself and like seizing and he's like take me to my doctor (laughs) it's like okay that's makes sense you're not holding up well after what just happened uh and they go to ripper docs clinic again and the doc's like looking him over to scan him he's like how many times did you use this spine thingy like you know once twice david's like oh like eight times he's like doctor's like holy good god you should be dead like that you should use it twice a day maybe three times if you're really pushing it no more than that so the fact that he's done it eight times is a you know miracle he's still alive Mm -hmm. and lucy says the doctor's an idiot for not giving me the immunoblockers and ends up selling some of the chips they stole earlier to buy David some, and he buys them. She buys him some for like I think two days or something, like not mm-hmm. a ton. Um, but the doctor says David's either, yeah, David must be a true masochist for using it eight times a day and putting himself through that. Uh, but yeah, three times at most. 
So Dave's got the crazy superpower, and we got the hard limit on it that he will push through and overcome and hurt himself doing it, as is the protagonist way. Ah, <laughs> uh, spell slots. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even afterwards, Lucy says that uh, he can't use that tech unless it's, he has no other option. So even Lucy's warning him, like, hey, go easy on that. Uh, but David's like, no, we can keep going. Let's keep pickpocketing. Sorry, pickpocketing. And uh, she's like, no, 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 we'll do it tomorrow. He's uh, like, hey, until then, come back with me. So he follows her to Lucy's place. They have some beers. And uh, David's like, oh, is this carbonated? I don't do good with carbonated or stuff or like smoky stuff as she's smoking and drinking beer. Uh, and she's like, uh, she's teasing him, like, oh, what is this your first time? Again, he is a high schooler. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> But and also, just to be like, hmm, Bubbles, uh, a little tough for me, hey, mercenaries. Yeah, that's the <laughs> weird part. It wasn't like, ooh, beer's nasty, which is my excuse. It's carbonation. You so, my tummy. I don't, it's too spicy on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Spice water. Do you have uh, any mats for tots, the apple juice with less sugar? <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. Not spo- we could be, though. Hey. I will take no, his finest cyber milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I hate it though. <laughs> I don't want a milk it's computer. It's just milk with a bunch of computer chips in it. All crumbled up. It's a milk bottle with a USB port in it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. What is this? Yeah, the nipple uh, of the bottle is just a USB <laughs> port. <laughs> oh, it's a USB three. I only got USB two. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she starts teasing him for that because he's still, like, high school, I'm guessing 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and she takes his jacket and tries it on. He's like, hey, careful with that. Uh, and she puts, like, a LED display on the jacket and it says Edge Runners on the back. And she's like, ah, this is what you're trying to be, right? You know, another word for cyberpunk. And uh, David's like, yeah, you know. I, I, he says, I love uh, JK's series, Edge Runners. I'm guessing it's a thing in this universe. He's, I don't know. He said it so candidly that I'm like, sure. I, I don't know what your, the words are. We just have to accept it. Yeah. Yeah, most of this lore, like, with the game is set on, like, the original cyberpunk the uh, tabletop. stuff. So yeah. I assume it's a, like, in-universe thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he says, like, yeah, I'm a fan of it. You know, what about it? You know, it could be worse. could be something like that over there. And he points to Lucy's, like, poster of, like, interstellar, uh, pl- like, um... What's the word? Travel? Colonizing, but specifically for a planet. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, it's on. I think it's just on the moon. Terraforming. Oh, is it the moon? Yeah, I think it's just the moon. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was like Mars. Don't quote me, um, but but yeah, it's like a space moon-a-form. sort of poster, like glorifying, like, hey, come out to space. It's great. He's like, it could be worse. It could be that thing. And Lucy gets very serious all of a sudden. He had a nerve, and he says, uh, they sold it. You know, all the advertisement sold it as if it was like a paradise. But it essentially ended up being like a prison camp almost where you go there and you just work for the rest of your life because it's, you know, terraforming a planet. <laughs> it's not easy. And he says he learned about it in school. And she's like, yeah, you would, you rich kid, going to a fancy school. Fucking like, why'd you <laughs> Dork ass. Uh, she's like, why'd you even go to school anyway? He's like, yeah, my mom wanted me to go to be better and she wanted me to, you know, work my way up and, you know, be, you know, big corporate corner office. She's like, well, you know, she's gone, so... You know, you can't be living her dream for her. And David's like, no, I could. That's fine. Which I was very surprised by. He he seemed to be fine with... <laughs> he seemed he, he was fine with the idea of living his mom's dream, but he refused to do it himself. 
which is weird. <laughs> um, but he said he stayed there mostly because of her, but now that she's gone, he doesn't have a reason to. And uh, Lucy says he needs to find his own dream, and hers is... She uh, brings it back to the you know moon and saying, like, well, you know, you said it was kind of like a prison colony, or a prison camp. It's kind of how I feel about this city. It's my dreams to get out of here. One And then uh, they lay down for a bit. And <laughs> I said, they share a VR experience, but I guess the right word is brain dance? Yeah. So <laughs> they share a brain dance, uh, and they have, yeah, basically just a VR experience on the moon. But it has, like, low gravity and stuff, and David feels the sun. Like, he feels the warmth of the sun and stuff. So it's actual sensational experience. Um, and we just get a little montage of them having a fun little date on the moon with low gravity yeah. and stealing a moon ro- rover. Uh, I like the songs in this show. The soundtrack's pretty good. Soundtrack's mm-hmm. great. Uh, they share a drink. The straw that went in her mouth went in David's mouth. Uh, but it's <gasps> bubbles. It's carbonated. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Lucy says, it's the first time she's shown this to anyone. And he asked, David asked why. She goes, I don't know. I get a good feeling from you, David. I think we'd make a good team. <gasps> You're in love. Oh, <sighs> it's all happening so fast. <laughs> it's literally like been six hours. <laughs> um, and then uh, suddenly while he's in there, text appears in front of him saying, you fell over the edge, punk. And as uh, David is uh, roughly woken up, by a gang wanting to implant that he stole and uh while they're shaking him down punch him in the face lucy's just standing by smoking not doing or saying anything in particular that's episode two oh yeah we get the ending uh it's it's like a montage of lucy it's all very moody slow pink and she's naked and yeah i don't know what's i don't know what's happening down there i don't know how wedgies work in the future hey (laughs) we she doesn't owe us an explanation I know I was really thinking about it earlier, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's cyberpunk. A lot of people are thinking of it. You are not alone. So. And when you make your character in Cyberpunk 2077, you can literally choose to not have genitals. So, hey. And in Cyberpunk 2077, you can choose to have genitals, and sometimes they'll glitch out of your clothes and just flop all around outside. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good game. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we start episode three. Uh <laughs> Uh, David's getting shaken down for the cyber parts, and Lucy apparently sold him out. Uh. Uh. So there's a giant muscle man whose name I never got. Did Maine. Like a Maine Coon. Yeah. I was so confused. I thought you said Maine the way we say Maine to being the main character. Okay. <laughs> oh. I was like, Maine? Wait, no, not David. The other guy. Maine with an E. <laughs> like the state. All right. Thank you. So, uh, Maine, just a giant muscle man and a couple other goons. Uh, uh, they're like, hey, uh, Maine said that he specifically bought that uh, part that David installed, but uh, his his parts dealer ghosted him a couple days ago. Uh, after he paid for it, so it's rightfully his. And when they ask who the but or who the seller was, it was Gloria Martinez, <gasps> David's mom. No, she didn't even use a suit on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah, real sloppy. Uh, <laughs> um, so David IDs them as cyberpunks. And uh, it, I clipped it for the top of this episode. You have to hear it. It's just so good. Where it's, <laughs> hey, are you guys cyberpunks? Five Guitar. literal seconds of silence. And then Maine's like, 
What's a two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that was your moment to be like, hell yeah, we are. Yeah, badass. It's we cool. owned it. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? What do you know that word from? <laughs> uh, but uh, David's like, oh, sorry, it was mix up. Didn't mean to steal your part. Because I didn't know who you were until this exact moment. <laughs> but uh, if you let me keep it, I'll work it off. I'll pay you back for it. Uh, and uh, Lucy is like, hey, that's not a bad idea. He can handle himself. Uh, he he used that uh, piece of chrome a couple different times and only passed out the once. And they're all like, oh, amazing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> uh and then he turns it on to snatch Maine's uh, cigarette to uh, just prove how fast he is. And then they're like, all right, we'll give you a test run, but we're putting a tracer in you so you can't leave us. And then they go for the night. I was, uh, like, appreciative of how compassionate they were to, like, him being like, actually, my mom is dead. And they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. you can keep that. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> it seemed like they did deal with Gloria a fair bit. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, also someone we knew died. So we yeah. uh, so you're the son we kept hearing about. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh we're yeah. already shaking you down. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about cold cocking you in the face while you were in VR. Uh, so the gang leaves and it's just Lucy and David. And he's like, all right, this was a setup the whole time. And she's like. Well, yeah, I did ID your your modifications immediately. You know, when I scanned your modifications immediately upon meeting? Yes, I knew uh, yeah. this stuff you stole uh, existed. Um, but yeah, so we cut to the next day. Uh, he got his chance. Uh, but he gets a phone call from the principal again, uh, offering him an academic scholarship. Oh, uh, the boy's dad is being so nice. If you apologize, of course, we'll uh, get you uh, back in the school. You won't be uh, uh, demoted. Is not the expelled. Demerits. I was like, what? His demerits, demerits will be wiped from word? his permanent record. Yes. Yes. Demerits <laughs> oh. removed. That's checked. Tri- Anyways. <laughs> Uh, But he's like, fuck you, I'm still not apologizing. I'm a cyberpunk now. Uh, So we're uh, introduced to some of the gang. Uh, We meet Kiwi, Pilar, and Dorio. uh, And uh, they get their briefing. Uh, Real quick, I love when he's introducing everyone. And then David Sidney goes, my name's David. And then May just slaps him and goes, who asked? Yeah. <laughs> that really caught me off guard. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. That was a beautiful moment of like, all right, kid, time to meet the team. Oh, hey, let me reciprocate. Shut up. Not you. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're going after uh, a corpo's bodyguard slash driver named Maxim. Uh, they need to take the limo's navigation data. Nothing else, just the data. Uh, so uh, they're going out and they're uh, going to rig a fight uh, because this driver uh, bets on the same uh, boxer every night. So they're going to make her lose so he can go sad drink and steal the data while he's passed out. Um, so they uh, 
pickpocket him, but immediately as they're transferring the data over to their side, uh, the uh, Maxim gets a phone call. He's got to go pick up his boss. Oh, no, but they have the keys in their hands. Oh, oh he's yeah. going to the car. Uh, so they call in for help, and someone else in the bar spills a drink on him, a, a pretty girl who's all flirty about it. I love her, and Paul told me that she is more relevant in the last half of the series. Yeah. yeah. Season? Series? I really like her. Season, yeah. I don't, we don't see a ton of her, like, in this episode, but I see nothing but fan art of her, so I assume she's pretty prominent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's very subtly introduced where, like, in this moment, oh, they just had someone in the bar, and then she's, like, actually introduced in a, as a character at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, they're like, okay, we, uh, uh, we got the data. All right, we just got to get in the car. We we just got to go in there. We're running out of time. Uh, so they go inside. Lucy and David uh, go in. David is admiring it because this is the nicest car he's ever seen. Uh, it's uh, just so fancy. And uh, what money buys you when you have it? Weird. Um, mm. So... Uh, they get the nav data, but not before the guy steps out of the bar and sees them in the car. So he starts shooting at the windows, trying to uh, get them to come out. And David uh, got behind the driver's seat, so he has to drive away. But he doesn't know how to drive a car, so he's gonna learn. <laughs> uh And they're going to uh, Aldo's place to hide out. They're, uh, whatever. Um... <laughs> So they take the car, they're fleeing, they, uh... I will say, the absolute comedy, shit like this gets me every time, of him turning on the car, accidentally crashing into something behind him, and then immediately accidentally crashing into something in front of him before driving away. <laughs> yes. That gets me every time. <laughs> uh, see, that also gets me every time until half a second later when uh, we get some of the uh, bullshit we see. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, pretty immediately, uh, Maxim puts out a uh, bounty, so two bikers immediately start chasing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get on the highway, but as they're about to hit traffic, David flashes back to the car wreck where his mom dies. He's like, nope, not I'm not going out the same way. Uh, so, he uh, activates his chrome and just fully Looney Tune jumps the car. <laughs> It, I, it might as well pull out a pogo stick and bounce to the other yeah. side of this barrier. Because <laughs> just the law, physics. not even like laws of physics, it was like the laws of animation were broken <laughs> to make yeah. this car gracefully escape this. Mm-hmm. I don't um, understand how his spine that makes him go super fast is relevant at all for driving. Like, I don't know how that helps. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I was like, I guess it's the speed with which he's turning the wheel, but that also doesn't mean the car would, like, cooperate. Yeah, you just snap the steering wheel off really fast. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's anime, and we just have to be like, well, okay. All right. Uh, gotta do some cool shit, so, uh... (laughs) Uh, he starts driving on the other side of the highway, going the wrong way. Uh, naturally, he's uh, uh, a natural at driving for the first time right now. Because uh, wow. science. Um, but uh, uh, he loses the bikers. One of them crashes. Cool. So they uh, get to their hideout. 
They're like, okay, cool. We're going to scope it out, make sure no one's here. And, oh, no, someone's here. One of the bikers immediately catches up to them (laughs) to the point where it's like, okay, we lost one of the bikers in that car chase. Do do we need to fully lose a second one if he was immediately (laughs) going to come back? But, all right. Um, But uh, the rest of the gang arrives, and they easily take care of that guy. Um, The biker brought a knife leg to a fist gunfight. What? (laughs) Yeah, Maine uh, has just, like, a a cannon and just, like, scatter shots him across the parking lot. Uh, Mm -hmm. Very gnarly, very gory. Uh, But, yeah, later that night, they are celebrating because they got the nav data. Cool. Um, And uh, Maine is like, all right, welcome to the crew. You passed your initiation, but let me give you the advice. Uh, You can't trust anyone but yourself so don't get too reliant on us for jobs you gotta take care of yourself uh and uh saying uh don't rely on anyone else anyways here's a month of immunoblockers from me <laughs> and also money yeah a and your cut uh so it's like immediately more money than david's ever seen uh and uh, Maine is like, all right, you should probably start adding more chrome to yourself to handle the upgrade, because uh, you're all all jelly, kid. <laughs> uh, and then a corpo and a limo pulls up uh, and uh, comes out of the limo and talks to Maine, and he's like, hey, dipshit, you, <laughs> you did a shitty job with the job that you did. And Maine is like, ah, oh, but we got you the nav data. That's what you specified. And uh, he's like, yeah, but you also stole his car. So it's pretty clear something is up and someone is after this guy. So you completely compromise the mission. Uh, uh, go to hell. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, all right, we're going to try it again. Whatever. Uh, and he's introduced as Faraday, the fixer. Uh, who is who played by John Carlo Esposito. Yes, oh. I I couldn't tell if it was actually him or someone just doing their best uh, uh, impression to be like, yes, this is what we know a crime lord to be now. Yeah, <laughs> they actually got him for an anime. <laughs> Netflix, big budget. Yeah. Uh, well, depends. Uh, so. <laughs> For this? Seems like it. Seems like mm-hmm. it. But uh, they go back to partying. Maine is like, whatever. We got paid. Uh, and then we're introduced to Rebecca, the uh, all all the fan art is about. Uh, <laughs> and uh, gives David another uh, fizzy drink uh, that he doesn't like. Uh, and then the principal calls one more time. And, and uh, David actually tells him, hey, you can kiss my ass. And says, like, outright... I reject the offer. Go to hell. Uh, if that kid wants to get revenge, tell him to come fight me. Uh, and that's where we end episode three. Yeah. I like how that kind of solidifies David into the life of cyberpunk of, like, righteous crime. And then he takes a sip from, we don't even know what it is. It's a carbonated drink. A diet Dr. Like, Pepper. Yeah, it could easily <laughs> be a soda. Problem. Yeah. So, like, it's just like, it's like, I'm hardcore. I drink carbonation now. <laughs> So, how do we feel? How do weeb feel? Ah. <laughs> Are we there yet? Legally yeah. obligated. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, getting the catchphrase out. Uh, <laughs> monetize this episode. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, um, I will say, 
cyberpunk in general is not my favorite genre, Mm -hmm. especially in terms of, like, this level of cyberpunk to, like, going back to the original creation of cyberpunk where it is very clearly, okay, yeah, this is designed clearly in the 80s by people being badasses in the 80s. And... uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, when like uh, futurism and stuff like builds upon that, cool. But when it's just this, like, yeah, I'm badass because I drive a, a cyber motorcycle. I'm not <laughs> super into it just because that is usually the reliance on uh, franchises that mm. do stuff like it. But this mm. was really well done, I think, uh, for being a adaptation essentially of a video game adaptation of a role-playing game adaptation <gasps> of a book franchise so like that level like they could have i mean look at the game they could have gone like yeah just shit something out uh mm-hmm. but they did and it was good and i liked it and it was really pretty but uh yeah they're just very jargon heavy i did enjoy this but uh I don't know. It kind of felt like they were at, a, uh, like, especially at the end of the last episode when they're like, all right, you passed the tutorial. Here's here's your month of munitions and mm. oh, you got to go find your side quest by yourself. I was like, OK, it's getting a touch video gamey. I want to see what like the overarching plot is since we already resolved the oh gangsters are after my body mod stuff so yeah uh, Mm -hmm. yeah i am a fan but but we'll see yeah (laughs) i liked it a lot i it's only 10 episodes so like i'm gonna keep watching it and i think because paul would probably want to keep watching it too Mm -hmm. um I also think this is tapping into a trope that I really like a little bit of kid is getting experimented on and it gets pushed past their limits kind of thing. (laughs) So, like, even though he's the one who, like, chose to have the spine on him, I think as the series goes on, he's probably going to get more Chrome stuff and he's going to... The whole introduction, they don't talk about it a lot in these episodes, but, like, cyberpsychosis, like, Mm -hmm. that's a real danger for him with this spine and... I'm interested in seeing where that goes, because I love that trope, because my brain uh, is bad. (laughs) Um, It's a very specific trope. Yeah. No one here has a good brain. Why would we do this podcast otherwise? I said I was... I said things earlier in this episode that don't need repeating, but yeah, there's a prime example of not a good brain. But yeah, I really liked it, and I actually really like uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character, was it Faraday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like his three eyes. I think yeah. it's such a simple thing, a simple character design thing, but there's something about it. It's like the opposite of an eye patch, but it gives like the same vibe <laughs> of like, oh, eyes. he's bad. Like, this is a bad dude. <laughs> it's, it's three eyes on the one side of his face, so, mm-hmm. and they're just stacked on top of each other. And I gotta wonder, what's the cybernetic benefit to that, as opposed yeah. to just all the eyes in one eye? Like, why that? I was thinking about it. My phone has three cameras, and I was just like, it feels like the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, what's the purpose? We couldn't cram them all into one eyeball, so we just spread them out and just yeah. cram them in the same spot. Um, uh, so sorry. I know you asked us to replace your one eye. We only have three smaller eyes. Is that cool <laughs> if we just jam them in there? You know oh, how- yeah, that's fine. I'm going to look sick as fuck. You know how <laughs> bugs look at stuff with the compound eyes? Congrats. You're a bug now. <laughs> 
definitely gives the air of this guy's good and will never betray you or do anything bad later in the series. Yeah. Triple wink. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's, I've seen the art style and stuff already, so I knew going into mm-hmm. it what it was going to look like. Um, Studio Trigger, phenomenal animation and artwork and color. Uh, so I was expecting that going into it. Uh, another benefit, the main story or crux or the general plot not done by studio trigger also a benefit because boy howdy are they real hit or miss sometimes <laughs> we're not doing darling and franks we're just not doing it i can't be bothered put um, that out there <laughs> and uh so yeah i i was uh, excited to watch this i figured we would watch it for the show eventually so i held off um i enjoyed it i definitely see Dugan's point with some of the stuff being video gamey of like, yeah. you only got so many amino oppressors. You can only use this, uh, you know, superpower three times a day, like limiting them. But it is also a story beat that we see in other stuff besides video games. We see them much more in video games because we have to keep track of it. Uh, but there is, you know, limitations put on characters all the time, and then they over overextend themselves, either hurt themselves or exceed those expectations, and you know, adapt to it and become better. Um, a la uh, Deku in My Hero yep. Academia. Yep. So, you know, a chance for growth is by putting those limitations on it. Um, but it does <laughs> feel kind of video game I guess because there is a video game. So that's where our mind goes to. Um, the cyberpunk stuff, I, I saw it in the games. But, like, in this show, that so many crazy modifications, it, people are unrecognizably human anymore. Like, mm-hmm. Rebecca is fully, like grayish green with red eyes like i thought she was a zombie before i knew she was from this show (laughs) and like we see the tiger claws gang that attack them on the road like fully modded out main is the size of a truck like the people's (laughs) bodies are insane in this so like that's cool to see but also like how do you function in a world like this like yeah this is deranged but uh yeah it's pretty cool it's story i'm story i got an idea of where it's gonna go so I'm not going to be surprised if it follows the trajectory I expect. But, you know, like we said, it's 10 episodes. We're already a third of the way done. I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. Yeah, if there's a show uh, you would like us to watch a third of and then hopefully continue, you can send them those <laughs> recommendations to our email, areweapetheryet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, maybe not that first one anymore, uh, Instagram and TikTok <laughs> at areweapetheryet on mm, both Sure, all three for now. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Honey Period D. Or if you really want to follow me on Tumblr, you can. It's Honey D, all one word. I don't do a lot of anime there. I don't, I mostly reblog stuff. Uh, but yeah, Honey is spelled H U N N I E. You can find me places that are crumbling as we speak. I'm also on Tumblr. You'll never fucking find me there. Yeah, he's I'll never going to see his username. Never. <laughs> also witcher the games are fucking great if you want to skip ahead if you want to skip the first one because it's not so great uh start with two and three or just play three you don't really need context just they're great games thank you to camille ruley for our artwork and thank you to louis zong for our theme song stories you can find all of louis music at louisong.mancamp.com thank you and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime Maybe it's called cyberpunk because so many men are having cyber sex. We're already there. VR chat's a thing. Oh, yeah.